Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Shania. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. Today's podcast, I thought it was quite fitting to do dry versus dehydrated skin just coming into the winter months. I'm feeling a little bit crispy from head to toe and I'm sure (laughs) you guys are as well. I can relate. Yeah. I literally sit in front of the desk with a heater on so much that it like is burning my legs. It feels quite nice though. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I almost feel like I love the feeling of being burnt alive. Kind of concerning, <laughs> but okay. You know that when it's so hot that it's like burning, but it's like a good pain. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I um, don't know what to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> I like to be hot on my like I would say calves down, and that's it. That's it. I hate mm. being hot above that. So when you sleep, do you you know how some people stick a foot out of there? Yeah. Are you like the reverse? You just cover your, <laughs> just cover your feet. <laughs> I don't actually know. Hmm. I don't really know how I sleep. I just fall asleep and hope for the best. But do you like a warm bed or a cold bed? I like a warm bed, yeah. but not like warm, warm. I like a just a room temperature. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I thought we could talk about the difference between dry and dehydrated skin. Yeah, perfect. But yeah. What's new before we start? Anyone like, have any nothing, life updates? <laughs> no life updates. Nothing exciting happening in our life. I mean, we have a lot on the behind the scenes, yeah. but stay tuned. Mm. I had a treatment on my decolletage. That's like oh, a yeah. massive concern for me right now mm. is my deck. I am so scared of aging on my decolletage because I've been waking up in the morning and I'm getting like those fine lines, you know, those oh, sleepers yeah. lines. Yeah. But I feel like they're just staying a little too long. <laughs> is that just recent you're noticing that? Yeah. Mm. Just in the past couple months. It's terrifying. Anyway, so you got that. So I got little a little. We went to an event and she was like, "Who wants to be a model?" And I was like, eh, "Why not?" <laughs> I was surprised it. actually. Yeah. That you should I? Should I was like, "Wait, I can't believe you're doing this." And like me either. First, it was like a room full of people, and I'm like, "Ah, like where do I get changed?" <laughs> I thought they She's asked like, you to do it. Because no. I, I wasn't at the event, but I saw the video <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, it was awkward. She's like, who wants to do it? And no one put their hand up. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I was standing like right next yeah. to her. Anyway, so it was like a new – is it new? I don't know if it's new or new to Australia, but it's a new micro-needling with radio frequency device. Yeah. So there's so many needling devices mm-hmm. out there. And I just had it on my decolletage. I mean, I only had it like a week ago, so obviously I don't haven't seen any results yet, yeah. but – I need to finish a course of treatments. It was fine. It was great. It was similar pain tolerance to Dermapen. Like there was not much pain I was actually surprised because, Mm. you know, I've had Morpheus and it's like it can be intense. Yeah. But I feel like you're like, I'm not trying to be mean, but a little bit of a wuss when it comes to like needles and stuff. So I was actually surprised. Yeah, like a baby. Yeah. I was like really scared because you know when you're a demo and you're like, oh, I don't want to be that person on stage (laughs) that like jumps. Yeah. 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 Or cries. I'm like trying to be like good, but then I'm like, oh, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Shania had a go and then this other girl had a go (laughs) and I don't think she knew what she was doing. Oh yeah. She was. And she was like stamping and then pushing it down and I'm like, oh my God, Shania, Uh. come back. (laughs) Wait, so she, did she release the needles first and then stamp? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) And then it was going over the same spot and I'm like, ah. What was the depth? How? It was very superficial. Very superficial, like two millimeters. I think it goes up to four. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we were just doing so superficial on your deck. I got a really good like histamine response Mm. though. 
Anyway, let's jump right on into dry versus dehydrated skin. So I feel like there's a common misconception that dry and dehydrated is the same thing, but they're actually not. Dry skin is a skin type, so similar to oily skin, normal skin, like it's an actual skin type, and it's usually a lack of oil that's present within the skin. And then dehydrated is a skin condition, so similar to like acne, rosacea, whatever, like any, you know, a condition that can be treated. So that's a lack of water within the skin. So dry skin is a condition that you can help the symptoms. Dehydrated, anyone can have it, whether you're oily, normal, dry, you can have dehydrated skin and it's a lack of water and you can treat that with products or minimize environmental things like aircon and heaters and all of the good things. Do you guys like know much about dehydrated or dry skin? There's not much to tell. I'm going to tell you a story that is going to shock you. Okay. Well, it might not shock you, but (laughs) you will be shocked by the, the admission. So I only recently... No. You're going to tell me you never use moisturizer. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> on my body. On my body. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah. I actually don't moisturize my body. <laughs> I don't like the feeling of it. I don't like it either, which is why I've never done it. But I feel the need now because I've had, especially my legs with the weather, it's been really dry and just itchy. Yeah, I think that's an age thing as oh well. It is. It is. <laughs> You guys just might need to find something that is lightweight. I just don't like the feeling of being sticky. I it, When I put a body moisturizer on, I know the importance. Don't get me wrong. And if you're listening to me, moisturize your body. Do as I say, not as I do. But I don't like the feeling of it because I feel sweaty. Mm. I feel wet. No, I get that. I feel yeah. moist. Do you have a recommendation? Yeah, I do actually. Give it to us. Because um, <laughs> I've been moisturizing my body since I can remember. I used to love the Aveeno moisturizer which you can just get at pharmacies Mm. or like at the grocery store so it's a broke product it is i think there's even like these massive top like pump bottles that you can get and i used to get those and i used to do my face with it too this was back when i like me yeah like didn't do skincare or anything but like it worked really well well for me but now i love a thick moisturizer on my body at night i feel like i have to use a huge volume yeah, it's because you're a big boy. You should try the Aveeno one. <laughs> yeah? All right. Yeah, it's I'll give light. It go. I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'm not, so. But thank you so much for the recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I have really dry feet. Is it because you sit in front of the heater I all day? I think so, yeah. obviously. But <laughs> since we started working, I have just gotten such dry feet. I don't know if it was wearing the heels or sitting in front of the heater, but they have not recovered. I've tried doing those foot peels as well. Yeah. Um, what do they call those milky feet where they like yeah. make your feet <laughs> shed? And sure, I get the shed, but my feet comes back dry. Huh. You need to moisturize your feet. Well, I do need to moisturize You my need feet. to drink more water. <laughs> I need to do all of the above. Why don't you moisturize it and then like put a sock on? Because I don't like to. She doesn't like the feeling, I don't like the feeling of, of my sock. I don't actually like to wear socks. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of obstacles that mm. might be hard to get over. Yeah. Maybe you need to put me to sleep and then I can. Have you ever tried those spas where you put your foot in the water and this, the fish eat all your oh, dry no, skin? Yeah, I hated that. I've never tried it. Never Only because that. I heard that it's like really bad for you. Yeah. Like as in there's lots of germs and bacteria. Oh, because they don't change the water. Yeah. I thought the fish give out some kind of toxic something. That's not good either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I heard something too and I was like, oh, that's 
of it. Like how a keratolytic. <laughs> how do we just get on to... We're talking um, about dry feet. Feet. No, but like fish eating and... The podcast was about dry skin. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Back it up. Back it up. To where? So back to the start. Dry skin is a lack of oil. So your skin doesn't actually produce enough sebum. And this can result in a compromised skin barrier as well as dry, flaky, itchy skin. The best things that you can do for dry skin is obviously environmental. Try and not have super hot showers. Guilty. No heaters. And I think aircons can like a cold air can also dehydrate your skin. And then also looking after it in terms of like products. So I think there's also a misconception that exfoliating dry skin or dehydrated skin when it's flaky is good for it. It's actually not. I've heard people say this and it's just ridiculous. It grinds my gears like no tomorrow. It makes me cringe. Me too. (laughs) I think like when I was maybe in high school, I would be like, yeah, if you have dry skin, exfoliate. Not as an adult. Like you want to nurture your skin and hydrate and flood it with like, you know, hyaluronic acid, ceramides, glycerin, all of the good things. And really protect your skin and love your skin. Mm. Sure, you might need exfoliation, but I would actually, if you have very dry, flaky skin, I would drop your exfoliation back to once a week. I would almost cut yeah. out all of your actives and focus on hydration and nourishment. Because you're actually going to increase the amount of inflammation if you have very dry skin and you're exfoliating frequently. Well, yeah, yeah, it'll make it worse. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. Yeah. Dehydrated skin. So... Dehydrated skin is a lack of water within the skin. And fun fact that I actually didn't know but Ian knew is that – what was the fun fact? So skin contains 30% water. Yes, which is essential for maintaining the skin's structure. Did you know that? No. I didn't know that was the exact percentage. Yeah. So when the skin loses too much water, it then becomes dehydrated. And dehydrated has very similar characteristics to dry skin, which is why I think people get them confused. But – Often with dehydrated skin, you'll see this like if you press your skin together, you get those like fine lines that kind of show on the skin. Fine lines, wrinkles and a loss of elasticity generally show up more on a dehydrated skin as opposed to a true dry skin. Mm. And it's a similar kind of approach to what you would take dry skin. You want to, again, flood it with hyaluronic acid, ceramides, hydration products, etc. So someone comes in for a treatment. Let's say mm-hmm. someone comes in for an injectables treatment mm-hmm. and they've got very, very dry skin. Would you say to them, look, we need to focus on this before we do anything in terms of injectables or toxin? Or is that something where you can treat them and then start them on their journey? Has there ever been a point where you felt it's just too dry? Like yeah. any anything you do is going to be damaging? Yeah, I guess it really depends on what they're trying to treat. If their skin is super dry, you could do things like skin boosters, which is going to literally hydrate their whole Mm. face. But in most cases, you want to make sure that your skin routine is like up to par and making sure you're hydrating and nourishing it. Because when your skin is super healthy and hydrated, the way that your anti-wrinkle looks or your filler looks is going to be way better and it's going to last longer as well. So... But also if someone has an impaired barrier, so if someone has like a dehydrated skin from Mm. like, you know, over exfoliating or stripping their skin and it's impaired, would you even do injectables on an impaired skin? I mean, yeah, it's obviously not ideal. Yeah. You still could, but if it was severely impaired, for example, 
really severe acne. Or no, like what about like redness or irritation? You know, when you're like peak winter and your skin is just like suffering and you don't want to put anything on it, it's like stingy. Like, would you still inject that type of skin? Mm, really depends. I feel yeah. like they probably wouldn't come in for the injectables. Yeah. But I mean, if they did, you technically could, but yeah. Yeah. you would have to accept all the risks and yeah. stuff. Yeah. What about people with combination skin? I, I would feel like that would be very difficult from a routine point of view because, you know, you either have dry skin or you have oily skin, but what if you have that combination where you've got different areas where you've got a lot of oil production and then you've got dry, flaky skin in, in other parts? How, what do you recommend to those patients? Well, I feel like most people do have combination mm. skin and I think it's all about kind of looking after your barrier because when your barrier is intact, generally everything starts to balance out as well. So if you have oily skin, you still want to use hydrating ingredients but you could obviously tailor it so if you wanted to use like a salicylic or a glycolic or any kind of exfoliating acid you would just use that on the areas that you're getting ex excessive oiliness yeah. or breakouts and then you would use a more like you could just mul like use a multitude of products like you would just you know put you would tailor it to the yes. area yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. for some people that have like dermatitis or psoriasis around their mouth, I get them to use like, you know, the shield recovery just on that area. If they've got acne, I don't really typically get them to put on that, but I just get them to put it on the areas of concern. Let's talk a little bit about the difference in moisturizers because I've heard people say a moisturizer is a moisturizer and there's no difference, but mm. I think you guys would disagree with that. Yeah, I actually used to have that same opinion. I used to think and I still kind of have the opinion of that most moisturizers don't do too much for the skin in terms of creating change. But if someone came in to me and was like, I don't have too much money. I only have money for a serum. I would be like, okay, invest your money in a serum and you can use a cheaper cleanser and a moisturizer. But these days I think that technology has advanced. So I know, for example, Is Clinical have a moisturizer that actually is a serum and a moisturizer in one, and it's quite pricey, but you're getting two products for the price of one. Mm. So yeah, I'm like, could go either way. Yeah, I think it, it depends on, for example, a person who wants a really fast routine. So for example, you know, a mother who doesn't have much time to do her skin routine, like those type of products that have that serum inside of it or like all of those really nice ingredients that would be perfect for someone like mm -hmm. that. But, you know, if you're trying to make a change in your skin, I would definitely say to introduce those other, you know, serums that are going to benefit. But yeah, there's so many types of moisturizers. I feel like I'm going to contradict myself because from what I just said, but then I also think <laughs> if you have like a true, like, dry or you know dehydrated skin you want a moisturizer that does have like the ceramides hyaluronic yeah. acid and other ingredients in there to help with locking in that moisture with the nourishment as well yes yeah. yeah so if someone was like a completely normal skin i'd be like yeah you know whatever but if they had a concern i would still probably get them on a treatment moisturizer yeah, yeah. and i think because you as you say you want to make that change over time whereas a moisturizer that you're using daily is just it's just that it's a daily moisturizer whereas it's not going to affect any real change in the skin. Yeah. But if you want to see change, then yeah. you invest more money. Yeah. I think people also forget about all of the other ingredients that they use in their routine. So like a cleanser, for example, if you're not using the right cleanser for your skin, you can also strip your skin. So mm -hmm. if you're using an exfoliating cleanser every day and it's like winter, like RIP, <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel like you should tailor your skin to 
the seasons as well as like obviously the conditions that your skin is having at the time. I know you use like a salicylic based cleanser every day. Do you still use that? I use the five, number five rationale. Isn't that salicylic? Mm, But yeah, yeah, I guess I do use it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like it ever gets too stripping like in winter? No, now, now is probably the, the driest things I've ever been. And I don't feel like it's too much. You know, some, I have used some cleansers where I've washed my face and then I just feel you get that dry, tight feeling. Yeah. I don't get that from this. Yeah, that's good. Well, you're also like, I feel like a true oily skin as well. Yeah. So mm. if someone who maybe you or I are using, even though we probably look super shiny right now, <laughs> it's, it's just our makeup. But I feel like if we were to use like a salicylic or a gel cleanser every day, we'd feel tight yeah. and would not enjoy it. And our skin, you start to see those fine lines and that dehydration on the skin. Yeah. I thought about alternating, you know, one day with that, with the five and one day with the four. I would actually really enjoy if you did that. You enjoy it. (laughs) Okay. That's that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. I think you should only be using like an exfoliating cleanser twice a week. Cool. I'll do it. I'll feed back to you. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. I was going to like talk about, you know, how you mentioned that, you know, true oily and things like that. I feel like a dehydrated skin could show up as an oily like it could show up oily for sure and I think a lot of people think that oh my god I am so oily and then they go for all of those products that is you know better for oily skins but in reality they're doing even worse for their skins yeah because when you have that lack of water your skin's trying to overcompensate and produce more oil yeah but yeah if you just again it comes back to barrier if you Mm -hmm. have an intact barrier and you're giving your skin the right nutrients that it needs generally you're fine Mm. feel like just keep moisturizing, hyaluronic, you're good to go. So for those patients who are dry and present as oily, how do you determine that? How do you discover that? Is it through just the consultation or? Consult, yeah. You'll be yeah. able to see like if you have a skin who is dry or well, I would say dehydrated, combination, whatever, you can see it on their skin when you touch it and mm. you move things around with your hands. Like you can see the de- dehydration on the skin. And yeah. then you also ask them about their lifestyle, yeah. environmental factors, what their skincare routine is like. Right. And if they say, I wash my face with a really harsh cleanser twice a day. We'd pass then out. You say, yeah. Red flags. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yeah. 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 I that think- would have been me if you guys met me when I was in high school. <laughs> we would be shocked. Do you know yeah. I once had a client that used a vodka as a toner? Did I ever tell you guys that story? No. no. Yeah. She used vodka as a toner. <gasps> yeah. You know how we're talking about at the start of the podcast about how internal health can it affect it? Yeah. Again, probably going to contradict myself because if you eat a diet high, like rich in essential fatty acids or supplement it, yeah. it actually benefits the skin. So, yeah, I guess it would. But I guess essential fatty acids don't contribute to dehydration as such because then you're talking they about. They don't contribute to dehydration, but they help with hydration. Yes. Which can present. Yeah. yeah. Because you're talking about water-soluble and fat-soluble. Yeah. You're getting into a bit more of the physiology there. Well, why but, don't you tell us about that? Because I don't know anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> so the essential fatty acids, as you say, they hydrate the skin not by directly putting moisture into it, but by attracting it and, and holding onto it. Whereas when you are hydrated with water, then that's pure direct hydration. So you can hydrate the skin both ways, ideally both ways, but one or the other will also do it. Mm, I always think hydrate both ways. So should we talk about, for example, how a dry skin can present and how a dehydrated skin can present? So like what 
characteristics yeah characteristics what can they see so dry skin often presents as like you know dry flakiness you can have a little bit of sensitive sensitivity as well and you usually have that tightness feeling as well and you get itchiness dehydrated typically presents with fine lines wrinkles you know how we were saying before when you press the skin together those fine Mm. lines press up and typically they'll have a impaired barrier so redness irritation sensitivity so they share many of the same characteristics, but generally a dehydrated skin will have more of an impaired barrier like sensitivity and redness and your dry skin will be a bit more flaky and rough. Mm. Right. Would you say dehydrated as well? Is that more of like a chronic condition as opposed to an acute? Like if, if someone has dry skin one day, it just happens to be dry because it's, let's say it's very cold or they've been sitting in the air con versus dehydrated. Can you differentiate between this has been going on for a long time or this is just today? I feel like when they present to you, Mm. they will present to you with that concern. So whether that be, oh, I've been, you know, having this for years, like it's Mm. normal for me, or they'll be presenting in winter and they're like change of seasons, this has come up, like I really want to get on top of this, what can we do? Or they might not even comment on the dryness of their skin that day because they're not really thinking about it. It's just just I feel like if you live with dry skin, it becomes a part of the norm Mm. and then you don't even think about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, have you heard of flooding? Flooding as in? Just the term flooding. First thing that comes to mind is like water flooding like an area. It's apparently (laughs) another new TikTok trend. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't heard. Yeah, I was just on TikTok before and I was like, what trends are happening? (laughs) And this one about flooding came up and I'm like, oh, my God, it's like a new trend, but it's something that you should have always been doing and we all do. So when you use like hyaluronic acid, right, they're like, it needs to go on like a damp skin and then you apply yeah. like moisturizer a bit. So, or you know, following serum so that the, the water actually attracts into yeah. the skin. Yeah. Because if you have a dehydrated skin and use HA, then it can actually, if you don't put something on top or if you're not using something damp, you actually can become more dehydrated. Yeah. Anyway, there's this new term that you're supposed to like wet your face or like have like a toner and then apply your HA and then mm. like your moisturizer. And I'm like, haven't we all been doing that already? Well, yeah. It's like the thing with the Hada Labo lotion that we just got with a HA and we feel like when we put that before, you know, a serum yeah. or our moisturizers, it enhances exactly. like the results. But yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Because but HA. It's just, it's just so funny how like we as professionals <laughs> have always said that. And then as soon as like someone on TikTok says it, it's like, do it but i said this to you the other day i I find tiktok funny because they basically get an idea that's existed forever repackage it and slap a name on it (laughs) and it becomes this new thing that everyone has to do even if you've already been doing it yeah Yeah. i feel like that's that is what tiktok actually is but i feel like that's what everything in life is but there's 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 no like movement beyond the original it's it's literally it's just, just the same given thing a name with a new what name. was that yeah. oh it was this song that i was singing and ian's like that's been around for so long we're like oh which song was it it's area codes by ludicrous oh, i don't know what that is you wait if i'm not gonna I'll, sing <laughs> i don't want to sing it either everyone will mistake me for shakira but i feel like i learned so much off tiktok at oh, the same time same so. i come to ian every day i'm like oh my god did you hear about this he's like <laughs> but do you know yeah. what that's funny because i i learned it from the traditional when it was done the first time off a dvd player as a walkman no oh. just from maybe reading a book or oh. like you know no, just I learned about TikTok. the ludicrous song <laughs> i'm just talking about things oh, tiktok in things general. in general yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you learn it before us and then we bring it to you and you're like yeah i already know that yeah 
But you get the new name. You get the repackaged yes, name. Yes, I get the better, you know, <laughs> better version. But there was this one time where I was like, oh, he was telling me that they're going to have an interest rate rate rise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, no, they're not because TikTok actually said <laughs> yeah. that there's not going to be any more interest rate rises. And he was like, they've already announced it. And I'm like, no, they're not doing it. Like I was so adamant that they weren't doing an interest. TikTok is always right. Yes. yes. I, was, I was like, why would they put that out there? I said, yeah. thank you. I went to the bank and I showed them that video and I said, look. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just take back this interest rate. Let me take it back. Rise. A girl at my work said that there was no more interest rate rises. She sent me the video. According to TikTok. And they're like, so was that Kayla? Like, yeah, it was oh, okay. For, fine. Yeah, sure. Anyway, the next, I actually think it was like the next day or the next week, yeah. it, they announced an interest rate rise. <laughs> And I was humbled. There you go. Anyway, let's do broken bougie. Are we finished? I think so. I don't have yeah. any more questions. I have no more. I thought like the dry versus dehydrated would be a longer topic, but I actually don't think it is. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to broken bougie. Our favorite. But I got a little request. It has to be hyaluronic acid edition. Okay. okay. To go with the, yeah. the dry to go with dehydrated, the dry skin dehydrated theme. theme. Should we do two products or just one? Like two broke and two bougie each? Yeah. I can't do that. I don't even have two. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a broke moisturizer and a bougie moisturizer. That's okay. We'll just do HA. We'll leave it to HA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go around in a circle and say our broke HA product. I've spoken about this before and I don't think I'll ever not repurchase it is the Hada Lebo number one lotion. Mm-hmm. But I will just let you know that I actually am getting another HA serum from Korea currently. So I'll let you know if I like that. How much was it? Do you know? No, I think, <laughs> I think 25. Did she say 25? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I, I do love the Hada Lobo one. I think I have tried the Ordinary HA and they have one that has vitamin B as well, which was nice. Not as nice as the bougie ones that I'll say later, <laughs> but <laughs> I find it so hard to do a broke serum edition because yeah. it's so hard yeah. to find broke serums that live up to the yeah. you know the same quality as a expensive yeah. serum. I think the threshold has to go a bit higher with the serums in terms of like what a broke product is that you actually really love. Mm. It's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, so. it is all relative. Should we add a medium range? <laughs> <laughs> Again, all relative. Yeah. What's yours? My broke product I spoke about before, which is also Hada Lebo product. And um. it's the... I, I keep forgetting the name of it. It's the <laughs> HA for older gentlemen. <laughs> Do you want to pull it up? Hang yeah, on okay. one second. <laughs> HA for old men. It's the concentrated water serum. The concentrated Lock-in water moist. serum. Yes. So it does what it says. It locks in the moisture. I <laughs> nice. put it on before my serums. It makes the serums go on better, feels better. I, don't, better. I, I said I don't think I'll ever not use it. Oh. Unless, unless I end up developing my own HA product. But oh, we'll talk about that later. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> well, it actually says, it's like a tall glass of water after a hot day. This serum saturates your skin for a hydration for dewy, with hydration for dewy and healthy skin. Oh, that sold me. It's a nice description. Yeah. I want to use it now. <laughs> when, when you're older. <laughs> Once you get to 40, you can use it, girls. And I'm a gentleman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get a sex change. <laughs> All right. Bougie. Mm-hmm. You can. You, oh, okay. Can I pull mine up? Because yeah. yeah. Hang on one second. Do you want to go, Ian? No, I think I should. We should you go. Should I go? You wait till you hear what his is. <laughs> wait, I want to I hear what your guys' is first because I have three. 
Okay, oh. perfect. In mind. So I want to see if you guys say it and then I won't say the one that I you guys say. I don't think you'll say mine. You won't because okay. that's out of our price bracket. <laughs> that's our yearly salary. All right. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so mine is the SkinCeuticals Hyaluronic Acid Intensifier. Oh, I haven't tried that one. Yeah, it's actually just, it's similar to the Medicaid Hydrate B5 Intense. Mm-hmm. Similar packaging too, actually. Just a really good HA serum that really hydrates the skin. So I have, okay, I'll say one of the two that I was going to say. Medicaid B5, Hydrate B5 Intense is really, really nice. So good. If I, I, if you yeah. didn't choose that one, I yeah. would have chosen that one, but I knew you were going to maybe say it. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like when you try that and then you go back to a cheap one, you, you can't. Like it just does not compare. Also, is clinical hydrocool is really good. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I thought there was an is clinical HA. <laughs> She's it's, like, there isn't one. Because I, I pre-warned everyone. I was like, get a HA product. He's like, oh, what's the clinical one that I like? I'm like, they don't have a HA. I'm pretty, I'm like, was I'm it pretty sure hydrocool? I have that. Is it it's in a little pot? Blue? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> but but do you know what? It's funny because I haven't been using it because I've been using the Harder Lebeau one, and so I need mm. to try the other one too. They're both very different in terms of like I feel like yeah. the Harder Lebeau is very hydrating, mm. whereas I feel like the Is Clinical one is quite cooling. I feel like better for winter. Okay. Uh, your Is Clinical summer. is better for summer. Yeah, Harder Lebeau better is better for winter. for winter. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I feel like I get a bit more mm. hydration. Yeah. Can I just go back to your Medicaid B5? Yeah. Ooh, Ian, you got to try it. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. I'll bring one in for you one day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll try. I think you'll fall in love. I'm going to have so many HA products. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. so hydrated. Well, You're sometimes you kind of have to, you know, try and test the market before developing your own. You That's know? right. That's mm-hmm. right. I've got to try everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode on Dry Burst Dehydrated. Make sure to follow us on our socials. All the information will be in the description. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. And we will see you guys in our next podcast. Goodbye. That was weird that I said goodbye. I've never said goodbye. (laughs)